Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. You're listening to Popcorn Podcast with Lee and Tim. And in this special episode, we're speaking with Jeff Bergman, the voice of Bugs Bunny and others in Space Jam, A New Legacy. I'm Timmy Fland, movie buff. And I'm Lee Livingstone, entertainment journalist. And we love to talk all things movies. We do. And in this episode, Tim, we are speaking with Jeff Bergman, the incredibly talented voiceover artist who is behind Bugs Bunny and more in the new Space Jam, A New Legacy film. So just to recap on Space Jam A New Legacy, basketball legend LeBron joins the Looney Tunes in a Space Jam sequel that comes 25 years after the beloved original, when King James and his son are trapped in a digital space by an algorithm, the Tunes squad faces off against a goon squad to free them and save Bugs and his Looney pals. This film is directed by Malcolm D. Lee, who we actually spoke with, and you can find that episode on your favourite podcast platform or on YouTube. And the story is by Jewel Taylor, Tony Rettenmeyer, Keenan Kugler and Terence Nance. Space Jam A New Legacy stars LeBron James, Don Cheadle and Cedric Joe with voice performances from Zendaya, Jeff Bergman, of course, Eric Bowser and Gabriel Iglesias, among many others. Now, Tim, you got to sit down with Jeff in what is, I think, the most fun interview we have done to date. Honestly, I had the best time talking to Jeff. He was so kind, so generous. And my gosh, I think I just de-aged by about 15 years because he took me (laughs) to watching Saturday morning cartoons, uh, which was just brilliant. And he's just such a respectable voice artist. It was just such a privilege. And he's so passionate about what he does. I was really interested to hear about how modern technology with the CGI and the live action 
affects his job. Yeah, and that we discussed that and, and many other things. And talking about modern technology, he says that a lot of his voice work was done over Zoom, which really dramatically impacted his commute to work. He lives in Los Angeles, <laughs> yeah. so he didn't have to tackle all the freeways and such. So, um, yeah, there was a, a, a few learnings. But, you know, he also talks about the, the really important, beautiful message behind this film as well that, that spoke deeply to him. Without further ado, let's take a listen to your interview with Jeff Bergman. Hi, Jeff. How are you? Very well. How are you, Tim? Very, very good. Thank you. Oh, so, so grateful for you to take some time to chat with Popcorn Podcast today. Absolutely. Looking forward to it. Uh, I might kick off in Space Jam and New Legacy, you voice Bugs Bunny, Sylvester, uh, Yosemite Sam, Fred Flintstone, and Yogi Bear. Simply put, do you have the best job in the world? <laughs> well, certainly in this movie, I, I sure I sure do. It's pretty cool, Tim, to voice all those classic, iconic characters. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, gosh, absolutely. And what is it that you enjoy most about your uh, line of work, Jeff? Well, you know, especially for this film, Tim, I think that growing up with Bugs Bunny, I mean, that you know, Bugs Bunny, Yogi Bear, Huckleberry Hound, Fred Flintstone, that was my jam growing up as a kid. So to be like a, like a like an adult, like I mean, sometimes I'm think, I still think I'm a kid, but <laughs> but to grow up and to still have your childhood prolonged and and to continue these characters like in a big film like this this is beyond a dream. I, you never think this is going to happen. Yeah. And how did you get your start in, in voice work right at the beginning? If we can go back there, let's go <laughs> um, back to late 1967 uh, in early March. Well, you know, really it was the late sixties, early seventies that I, I would watch, you know, the variety shows and see people like rich little, who was like the great impersonator of the day. And of course, Mel Blanc doing, you know, so many hundreds of voices, Bugs Bunny. And, you know, I, I, when I saw them, they were like a magic act. To me, that was like the, the magician making the rabbit come out of the hat or making somebody disappear. The fact that somebody could change their voice, that was crazy. So I just started to fiddle around with that. I don't think I sounded like anybody. My parents were, you know, moderately encouraging and I kept at it. And by the time I was in high school, and I think my voice started to mature a little bit and I maybe started to sound a little bit more like who I was trying to do. So I guess high school is really when it kind of started for me. And now you're delivering that magic for, for many generations to come, the ones now and in the future. It's just brilliant. We hope yeah. everybody will love it. <laughs> now, you've obviously voiced countless Warner Brothers, you know, Looney Tunes characters over many decades. What was it that excited you about this Space Jam sequel to be involved? Well, this sequel is it's in its in a sense, it's not really a sequel. It pays homage to the original film, but it's really a standalone. I mean, the Looney Tunes are still the Looney Tunes and they're loony, but this is a story that's that's so personal to LeBron James. And, and in many ways, it's really his story. And it's a story about a father and a son that disconnect a little bit and find a way back to each other and to kind of you know, listening to each other and reconnecting again. And the Looney Tunes is is kind of a, a gateway, a conduit to them finding finding their way back to each other. So it's really kind of a cool story. Yeah, it has that really beautiful core universal message about 
doing you and being yourself. Um, yeah. And then, you know, that father-son relationship and bringing families back together. It's quite beautiful, actually. You saw, you saw the film? Yes, I loved it, Jeff. It was you just brilliant. Yeah, a, a nice, nice balance of, you know, happy medium of nostalgia for me uh, growing up with the original back in the mid 90s and then, you know, getting excited about the new generation and a Space Jam film for, for kids uh, alike these days. Now, a lot changes over 25 years. How mm-hmm. did you first react to the new 3D animation style of the Looney Tunes? Were you like blown away? How are you feeling? Well, when the trailer uh, debuted on on YouTube, on, it dropped, I think, on April 3rd. I was shocked. I was looking at it like everyone else. I was howling and screaming. And then I was watching other people watch watch the trailer. And I was like, I was like, oh, my God. People were like, oh, my God. No, no. 2D, 3D, what? They're not going to go there. LeBron's a car. T- what? Oh, my God. That's great. So people were like all over the place because you had these diehard fans that only wanted to see like 2D traditional animation and then see the 3D animation and then LeBron into a cartoon. That didn't happen in the first one where Michael Jordan was a cartoon. So there was a lot of different things going on here, but I think really something for everybody. I got, I got used to it. It took me like a couple of minutes just to, you know, reconfigurate my brain to look at the 3D. And then like, it was kind of, it was interesting. It was like, wow, they're the characters, but it's another dimension. Yeah. So I, I liked it, but it took me a minute to get used to it. So do you watch those uh, reaction videos on YouTube? Do you like that sort of content? I love that. I mean, I was like, I was binge watching for like about an hour and a half. I couldn't stop doing it, you know? And then I teared up slightly because there was a father and son and mm-hmm. he was talking about how, what it meant to him when he was little watching the original one. So that I think really, honestly, I have to say that got me more excited about anything else because you know, in the past year in the pandemic, we weren't connecting really like we normally were all under lockdown. Mm. So to see people like get so, you know, excited about this epic trailer, that was really cool. It got me so fired up. Uh, I think it's safe to say that you and the rest of the world went through all sorts of emotions watching that for the very first time. (laughs) Yeah. And, you know, as, as the actors in the film, we're not really supposed to talk about anything other than, you know, whatever it is, talking points with no spoilers, it's hard enough keeping everything secret. And I'm sure you you know to some of the things I'm I'm referring to in the film. So you really had to keep like everything really quiet. I mean, it was hard. Now, did the new animation style change anything for how you delivered your voice or prepare for for the for the roles that you were playing in this mm. film? Um, I would say no. I think the direction from uh, director Malcolm Lee was magnificent, especially since I didn't get a chance to work with LeBron or any of the other actors. So, I mean, he added a lot of context to it, maybe even more than normally. And he would often read, um, you know, LeBron's lines so that I really had a sense of what was happening in the scene because we don't shoot it, you know, linear necessarily. You know, there's, Mm -hmm. there's scenes that are out of sequence that are more or less developed than other scenes. So he was really incredible with, with direction. So that, that really helped a lot. And I don't think I did anything differently. I do remember the sound effect that I made when Bugs Bunny goes from 2D to 3D, you know, I felt, you know, it was, that was like a really cool moment. Like, oh, I get to do that. That's so, so cool. <laughs> After so long playing that character and you find a new voice, something you have to do something different to kind of transition in your character. That would have been fun to find that sound as well, I think. That was fun. We played with a lot of different kind of sound effects because it's something that like, 
he was out of control. I mean, he didn't know how to deal with that moment. So, mm-hmm. you know, we didn't want to make it horrifying or scary, but also a, a little bit jarring, you know, like what, what's happening to me? You know, if, if, if you could put words to that sound effect, it would be like, whoa, oh, whoa, wait, really? Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was going to ask you about the process because obviously A New Legacy is a live action animation hybrid film, but you kind of answered the question. So you didn't get to work with LeBron. You were just very um, like focused with Malcolm, the director, to find that sort of different, unique style and what you needed to deliver in that context. Well, we had several people in the Zoom call. Obviously, Malcolm was was there. We had Troy Nethercott, our producer, and a script supervisor and a recording engineer. So we always had, you know, multiple people. And then we had um, Spike Brandt, our animation director, who was also so, so important to, to be there. And I think between all of them, I just, I think we, we, it took us a little bit, I think, to get into the group because none of us were accustomed to Zoom calls. Uh, but, you know, we, it, it, after like a couple of, like a month or so, I think we were, we were right on it. And then everybody was joking about like, wow, this is an easy commute, you know? Uh, <laughs> I mean, most of us, you know, on the Los Angeles freeways, uh, I don't have to tell you, it's, uh, it's a job. <laughs> That's yeah. the real job. I mean, I'm from Sydney and, oh, yeah, peak hour's bad enough, but yeah, I can only imagine about Los Angeles. Joe, I love lifting the hood on the process of filmmaking, so I find all this so fascinating. I kind of want to ask you what you love most about Bugs Bunny. You've, you've, you've been Bugs Bunny for so long. What, can you bring it down to one thing? Well, it's true, Doc. I'll bring it down to one fact that I get to have a caratini every day. <laughs> Oh, I, think uh, you've, I think you've made my year, honestly. <laughs> I, I mean, you know, just the fact that like I, I that that right there, your reaction like that, that does it for me. That that's really cool. The fact that people get a, a kick out of it like that. I don't know what what it doesn't get better than that, you know, or like I, when a child sees me and sees this man, this this guy and, he, you know, he's this big and it's like, it's true, Doc. I'm a rabbit. All right. And they're like, huh? Their eyes, like a, the, the eyes pop out of their head, like in the cartoons. Do you have a favorite Bugs Bunny-ism? Oh, yeah. I have several of them. Um, I think uh, uh, when Bugs Bunny said, he doesn't often say it, but he said, you know, he's, he says, you know, what a maroon a lot. People know that one. But I like, what a tararagundier. I, I, I love that one, you know. And, uh, of course, you know something, Doc? I think I should have taken that left toilet at Albuquerque. Oh, well. And, you know, I mean, there's so many, but yeah. I mean, misdirection is something we could all relate to, right? Oh, I missed the corner. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. And uh, this might be an unfair question to ask you, Jeff, but can you possibly tell me what your favorite character you've ever voiced in your career is to date? Hmm. Well, if I would say, I'd say I'd narrow it down to two to three, but I could, I could even maybe say two, I would say uh, Bugs Bunny because it's maybe the longest character I've done, but I would also say it would have to be Fred Flintstone because I've been voicing Fred for, uh, oh boy, let's see. Uh, it'd have to be over 20 years. Yeah. I'd have to say the, those two, you know, and of course, let's not forget about Yogi Bear. I'm smarter than the average bear, boo-boo. <laughs> oh, 
I love Yogi and Fred. And I tell you what, I feel like if I close my eyes, I'm on my couch as a kid watching Saturday morning cartoons. That's where you're taking me right now, Jeff. <laughs> and uh, let's not forget about the, the voice of Bonnie Rubble too. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, gosh, I don't want this to end. But Jeff, I do have one final question. And thank you so much again for your time. What do you hope audiences will take away from uh, Space Jam, A New Legacy? Well, I'll tell you something. I remember seeing Toy Story. And I took my two sons, who are now very grown up now. And they were like three and five. And I just remember they were just marveled at the first all computer generated film, but yet there was a story there. So as cool as the 3D animation, 2D animation, and all the technology in the serververse and all the different IPs, I guess it's really the story. And LeBron's son in the film played by Cedric Joe, he does such an amazing job, by the way, he is so special in this film. The relationship that he has with LeBron James, his father, when they reconnect, LeBron finding that way to accept what his son wants to do. And that's kind of the cool thing is the is acceptance and then really owning your own power, your own passion and finding your own way. I mean, I think that's, I mean, everybody wants to be a success at what they're doing and, and really all you have to do is just love what you do and just do it. I could not agree more, Jeff. Thank you so much for your time. <laughs> this has just been an absolute privilege and take care. Ah, oh, thank you. You too, Tim. Be well. Thanks. <laughs> thank See ya. <laughs> I'm a cartoon? Meh. What's up, Doc? Oh, Tim, I loved that. How fun. What a great chat. So fun. And I wasn't, honestly, I wasn't expecting him to, to share all his talented voice work, Fred Flintstone, Barney yeah. Rubble, Bugs, like, oh my gosh. It always blows my mind how easily voiceover artists can transition between the different characters. Oh, so impressive. I'm so jealous. It is such an art, isn't it? Yeah. So Space Jam and New Legacy is in Australian cinemas now, guys, pending lockdown restrictions. So make sure you check your local cinema for information. All right, guys, as always, thank you so much for listening. We'll catch you next time. We have a website, popcornpodcast.com. Make sure you check it out. We've got all our episodes up there for you to listen to. If you'd like to get to know us a little better, there's an About Us section. And we run ticket giveaways, so keep an eye on the website for more information. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince, they exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm lip fillers. 
With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full important safety information, visit juviderm.com.